addeth no sorrow would be abundant in our lives today. We pray for the yoke destroying, burden removing power of God, oh God, to be released in our midst from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. You that have begun a good work in us shall complete it even until the day of Jesus Christ. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into that place and are safe. Every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I pray for everybody who's zoomed in and who's linked in via social media right now that you would touch their lives, that you would touch their families, that you would touch their circle. And I thank you, Lord God, that you are ending the bad cycle of defeat, that you are ending the bad cycle of depression, that you are ending the bad cycle of hurt bitterness, pain, grief, and depression in the name of Jesus that you are releasing love that you are releasing kindness, that you are releasing joy, that you are releasing abundance, that you are releasing an overflow. Send an encounter with your spirit. Give us an encounter with your glory. Give us an encounter with your power. Give us an encounter with your strength. We lean in now and we pray that the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost would touch us right now now and be tangible in our lives, tangible in our mouths, tangible in our testimony. I thank you that somebody who's dealing with a test would come out of that test with a powerful testimony in the name of Jesus. We serve notice on the enemy that he is a defeated foe, that he is a liar. We pull down the strongholds, but the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We begin to pull those strongholds of racism down, those strongholds of oppression down, those strongholds of sickness down, those strongholds of foul thinking and foul thoughts down in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, pray that your blessing over the service today. Bless every aspect of the service from the praise and worship to the taught word of God that you would get the glory out of every part of this day. And not only in the service, but in our lives. Have your way in our lives. We thank that we are being led by the Spirit, that we are being taught by the Spirit, that we are being, oh God, elevated by the Spirit into our next season, into our next level, into the paradigm shift, into that next dimension in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory for it. It is in Jesus' name that we do thank you for it, and we seal it now with a praise. Come on, let's praise it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to your name. We bless you a lot. Hallelujah, we bless you loud, and we bless you high. You are lifted up in our mouths. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Stay tuned for more ministry.
let's just worship God for a minute. Hallelujah. He is the God of your salvation. He is the God of your glory. He is the God, your Father, and there is none like him. The Bible declares that if I had 10,000 tongues, that I still couldn't praise him enough. So with my one tongue, I'm going to praise him. How many people can declare that there are some things in my life that I simply got to praise God for? There are some situations that you don't even know about that I'm simply in a place where I got to praise God for my situation, for my right now, for my new experience for my yesterday, for my days that have come, for my things that are going about right now. And if I could simply testify for a moment, if I could simply really talk about what I've been through. How many people got that testimony? If you just knew what I've been through, I, I, I'm willing to stand up. I'm willing to give God glory. I'm willing to give God praise. And we have an uh, opportunity today just to give God praise, just to give him glory, just to glorify his name, just to stand in amazement at what he's done. And if I don't know anything else, I know he's done more than enough for me. The old people say, if he never does anything else for me, he's done more than enough for me. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about my good days. I'm talking about my bad days where he was in the midst of it all. And if you knew God to be in the midst of your situation, you need to just stand and give God some praise, give God some glory, give God a high, a high praise. He said, let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. And as we welcome you into Liberty Christian Church International this morning, wherever you may be, whether you're in the sanctuary of the Most High, whether you're here with us right now on stream, on Facebook, on Periscope, on Twitter, wherever you may be, there is an awesome God that loves you more than enough. And I'm excited about today's word. I'm excited about where God is getting ready to take us and what God is getting ready to do with us. And we're getting ready to jump into this awesome series on today. But I want to pray and, and take us in. We had an awesome prayer and worship and praise and worship this morning with our uh, executive pastor, Pastor Lewis. I welcome from Deaconess Tansy and then our awesome worship leader, Tabitha uh, Massenberg. And we just, uh, we just thank God just so much for what he's doing right here at Liberty. Liberty, and we just honor God and we worship God. So do me a favor. If you're on social media, whether you're in the sanctuary on social media, wherever you may be, share this on your page and, and, and bow your heads real quick. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you right now, God, that all the songs of Zion have been sung, that God, that your worship has gone up, God, that we offer you our worship. We offer you our best on this morning, God. Now, God, as we get ready to go before your word, as we get ready to to dive into the bread and in the meat and in the word of life, God. We ask right now, God, that you break down every stronghold in our life, that you break down every situation in our life, that you break down everything that we've been dealing with in our life, God. And we ask that you give relevance and revelation to it right now according to your word, God. So, Father God, I decrease that you might increase. Speak to me, speak by me, and speak with me so that lives can be changed, souls can be delivered, that you can can get the glory out of it and you can get the praise out of it it is in your son jesus name the name that is above all other names the name that is a strong tower the name that the bible said the righteous shall run into it and be safe it is in your son jesus name i pray 
Amen. Amen. Let's give God one last hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. And if you have your Bibles, lift up your Bibles real quick. We're going to make our Bibles decoration and we're going to get into some word today. Somebody say, Pastor, is rushing today. I ain't really rushing. I'm just excited about the word. If you lift up your Bibles, repeat after me. Lord, I thank you that I have a Bible. It is my personal copy of God's purpose, God's plan, and God's design for my life. Therefore, I am a believer and not a doubter. I'm not just a hearer, but I'm also a doer. And my life has been better after hearing the word of the living God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. This morning, I want to jump into a brand new series. God has been pressing on my heart. We came out of this amazing series, Battlefront, last week, and now God is pushing us even further right now. He's taking us to higher heights. Somebody say, higher heights. He's taking us to a new level, but you got to make sure that if you see right now that we are in a position and in a mindset to evict some things out of our life. Oh, yeah, that word evict, that this word that we're talking about, this word that we're dealing with evicted is where we're going to park at for the next couple of weeks and dealing with this thing of evicting some things out of our life, evicting some people, some places, some spirits, some 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 real things that we struggle with and deal with out of our life. We're going to evict these things out of our life. Somebody say evicted. Now, 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 eviction is something that, that I'm going to dive into. We're going to break it down. We're going to give some definitions. But I need you to understand that this is a series strictly devoted to deliverance. Deliverance of our mind, deliverance of our emotions, our spiritual side, our aspect, deliverance from even physical traumas and physical things that we've been through. But I need you to prepare and put on your big boy, big girl pants right now because where we going at is not for the faint at heart. Where we're going at this week and over these next few weeks is not for someone who is just a casual Christian because this, if you embrace what we're dealing with evicted, then you're going to see some changes in your life, some life-changing procedures, some life-changing applications, some life-changing things are going to take place in your life. So please get prepared. Get your paper, get your pencils. This is not just a feel-good message over these next couple of weeks. This thing is really going to pull at you and stretch you beyond normal impact. Somebody say evicted. If you've ever been in a place of being evicted, we're going we're gonna to get into that too. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. But if you open up your Bibles right now to Mark the uh, first chapter, looking at the 34th verse. Mark the first chapter, looking at the 34th verse. And it's on our screen right now. And I'm going to read it from the New American Standard Bible. You know, that's my Bible of choice. There's only two Bibles that I use, New American Standard Bible or New King James Bible. Uh, We're we not even going to talk about uh uh, 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 certain bi certain types of Bibles, but I want you to read this in its entirety. We got a couple of scriptures we're going to jump around to real quick. I got four scriptures for you this morning, and we're going to start, and these are going to be our foundational scriptures for this series. The first one is Mark, the first chapter, looking at the 34th verse, and the Bible says this, and he healed many who were ill with various diseases, and he cast out many demons. And he was not permitting the demons to speak, 
because they knew who he was. Talking about Jesus right there. If you jump over to Luke 4 and the 41st verse, and it says this. Demons also were coming out of many, shouting, you are the son of God. But rebuking them, he would not allow them to speak because they knew him to be the Christ. Then if you jump over to another scripture, Mark the sixth chapter, looking at the 13th verse, and it says this, and they were casting out many demons and were anointing with oil many sick people and healing them. And then our last verse for this morning right now is Mark comes from Mark the 16th chapter, looking at the 17th verse. And it says this, and I need somebody to highlight this in their Bible. The, these signs will accompany those who have what? Believed. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. But I need you to get that first part again. These signs will what? Accompany those who what? Have believed, have believed. So for the next few weeks, once again, I told you, we're going to talk about this topic, evicted. What are we evicting out of our lives? What do we need to evict out of our lives? What has been on our mind that has been keeping us bound? What has been in our heart that has kept us bound? What is it that has been taking residence in our life that need an eviction notice? And not even just an eviction notice, that needs a forceful removal out of our life. See, this word evicted, I told you, I'm going to try to teach this thing this morning, but I'm getting excited already. Um, this, this word evicted means simply this, or, or evicted is a word of deliverance, and deliverance means this, the action of being rescued or set free. The action of being res rescued or set free. In Greek, the, the Greek word for deliverance is ekbalo. And it means to cast out, to drive out, to expel, and to eject. I'm giving y'all some backdrop and giving y'all some background on this word deliverance. So many churches uh, uh, operate or maybe even shy away from deliverance ministry. But in order for us to be liberty, get this. You have to be free. Amen. You have to operate in freedom. So now if we're going to if we're going to stretch forth from coming out of the battlefront series, I need to make sure that you and I both have gotten free from some things that we may have been holding on to. So we are going to evict some things out of our life. Why? Because simply this, y'all you know I'm a three-point preacher, and I don't have any point, a whole lot of points for you today, but I do have this one statement that I'd like for you to get. It's simply like this. If I evict the right things out of my life, guess what? I do not have to live like this. I don't have to live like my, like my predecessors. I don't have to live like people thought I should live. I don't have to live the way things have been used to being in my life. And because I don't have to live like this, I'm going to evict some things out of my life. How many people want a prosperous life? And I'm not just talking about money. The Bible says, I pray that you prosper so as your soul prospers. So if my soul is prospering, that means God is going to do his best in my life. 
life. If my mind prospers, that means God is releasing into my life. If my spirit prospers, that means God is doing an amazing thing with me in my life. And if all of those things prosper, also my physical nature prospers. Why? Because there are three, there are four areas that we're going to deal with in this series for deliverance. And what are they, everybody? It's this, my emotions have to be, I have to evict some things out of my emotions. I got to evict some things out of my mental capacity. I got to evict some things out of my spiritual man. Why? Because the Bible said that you can't serve two masters. I also have to evict some things out of my physical nature. And, and I'm going to touch on some touchy subject when we deal with this physical nature because it's some things that I'm going to need you to let go. There, there are some things that, that, that we have allowed to control us and operate in our lives that are controlling our physical nature. Pastor, got to be honest, I love food. So what does food do? It is controlling the way my physique looks. Not, not, not that I'm controlling it, not that I've lost the weight that I need to, but I'm jumping ahead of myself. But I'm just trying to give you a little heads up real quick about some things that we're dealing with. But that's not what we're dealing with this morning. I gave you time to write that down. Once again, emotional. We're areas of deliverance that we're going to talk about in this series, emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical. See, this morning, I would like to park right here and truly deal with evicting some things we've been holding on to emotionally too long. Why? Because emotions are this. Get this. This is the definition of an emotion. A natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances. Deriving from one's mood. Deriving from relationships with others. So your emotional state and some things that need to be evicted from your emotions are stemmed from, get this, the circumstances that you've been in. Not only that, there are some things you got to evict based upon the moods you've carried. Not only that, Based upon your relationships, your emotions have been holding on to stuff that should have been evicted a long time ago. I told you we're going to get real with this thing, with this series. I, so there are some things that I need you to get and understand. First thing is this. What does it mean to be evicted? What does it mean to be evicted? Now, I need you to see this. Evicted means this. It's a verb, so it's an action word. It means to expel someone from a property, especially with the support of the law. I could shout right there and preach that by itself, but I need you to get that. It says to expel someone from a property, especially with the support of the law. Oh, I'm, I'm ready to get excited about that right there. Because when I read this definition, I don't believe Webster understood what he was really saying about this definition. I don't think Webster understood just what I read as a believer. When, when, when Webster put this definition for being evicted out, I don't think he knew what he said at the end of that. The, to expel someone 
from a property. Oh, y'all ain't getting excited like me, especially with the support of the law. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. How many of you can be truthful with yourself this morning and say to yourself, I've been holding on to some people, some places, and some things too long in my life? Get this, they haven't carried their weights. They haven't paid me a single, a single dime of rent, but they've been occupying space in my emotions. Oh, I told you I'm getting excited and ready to preach this thing. They haven't contributed anything positive in my life. But guess what? Yet I still carry them. Yet I still allowed them to control my emotional state. How many people can testify and be truthful that I'm still crying over certain people in my life? I'm still suffering from what they did to me. And truthfully, at this point in my life, it's not their fault. I'm still affected by what they've done. I got to take some credit and some responsibility for not putting them out of my personal space. Somebody declare real quick, it's time to do some evictions around my life. It's time to really get to a place and tell yourself that it's, I don't even need you to look at your neighbor. I need you to tell somebody, it's not you I'm dealing with, it's me. It's not what you did, it's me because I've kept you in this space. I've allowed you to occupy and deal with certain things. I've allowed you to hold on and keep yourself held on to me. So it's not you that's the problem, it's me because I did not give you the eviction notice. I did not kick you out. I did not tell you, poof, be gone. That's what we used to say back in the day. I did not tell you that it's time to pack your stuff and go. And matter of fact, I'm tired of giving you warnings. I'm tired of telling you over and over again that you gotta go out of my mind. My mind needs to be stayed on Jesus, so I gotta evict some things out of my life. Somebody say evicted. Evicted, evicted, evicted. Now, I got a story for you from the Bible that I wanna deal with. I told you, I gave you our foundational scriptures, but there's a story in the Bible that I need you to really hear on this morning. And that story is found in Matthew, the 8th chapter, looking at the 28th through the 34th verse. Matthew, the 8th the, the chapter, looking at the 28th through the 34th verse. Very familiar scripture, but there are some things and some key nuggets that I saw in this text. I promise you I ain't going to be with you long this morning because I want to set the foundations and lay the groundwork on this. And the Bible says this in Matthew, the 8th chapter, 28th through the 34th verse. It says, when he came to the other side into the country of the Gardenes, Gar, Gar, Garanese, excuse me, two men who were demon possessed met him as they were coming out of the tomb. They were so extremely violent that no one could pass by that way. And they cried out saying, what business do we have with each other, son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Verse number 30 said, now there was a herd of many swine feeding at a distance from them. The Bible says that the demons began to entreat him, saying, if you are going to cast us out, send us into the herd of swine. Verse number 32 said, to the, he said unto them, go 
And they came out and went into the swine. And the whole herd rushed down the steep banks and into the sea and perished in the water. And get this, the herdmen ran away and went to the city and reported everything, including what happened to the demoniacs. And verse number 34 says this, And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they implored him to leave their region. They, he implored, they implored Jesus to leave leave their region. See, I need you to go back real quick because I need you to understand this. How many of you have ever been evicted from somewhere in your life? Look, look, look. I wish I could sit here and tell you that pastor has never gone through an eviction, but in my 20s, I remember my first apartment. I forgot to pay the rent. Ne necessarily forgot to pay the rent. I spent all the money on other things and, and did other things and did not know what an eviction meant. I got notice after notice. I got them three months worth of notice. And at that third month, I remember one day, one Saturday morning, sitting in my bed and laying in my bed thinking everything was sweet. And I heard a knock at the door. And when I heard that knock at the door, I said, who is it? Nobody should be at my house. And outside of that door was a sheriff said, it's time to go. That sheriff said, no, you don't have time to grab what you want. Put your shoes on and get out the house. This is no longer your property. I'm, I'm coming to deal with somebody real quick. That there are some people in your life, some things going on in your life that you've been giving notice after notice to and, dealing, and they've been dealing with your situation and they never believed that you would really kick them out of your life. You never believed that you could really be kicked out of their mental capacity their emotional state but now is the time I need you to come to the door with the word of God which is the law enforcement and begin to tell those things that happened in your past those emotional states that hurt that bitterness and all that other stuff that you dealt with that the sheriff is at the door of my life and I'm ready to kick you out and you gotta get out you ain't got time to collect your baggage you ain't got time to collect your stuff you just need to go out of my life. Somebody declare it's time to tell them to go. And see now can I suggest to you this morning that there are some people around you that don't even want to see you or don't ever want to see you get delivered. See, this 34th verse is where I want to park at. We already know the story that Jesus uh, that Jesus set the demoniacs free. But the demoniacs had been there for some time. They had been living in the caves. They had been violent when people came to and fro. And, and it had been so much so that the people that were in the town were just used to it. They were just okay with it. They just avoided that situation or avoided that route when they needed to go to the water. They knew what was right there. But how many people know that you got some people just like that in your life? They don't mind and they see the situations that you deal with, the struggles that you deal with, the things that you need. But they made it their business to find other ways to deal with you and go around you. And they simply really don't want to see you get delivered. Why don't they want to see you get delivered, you might be saying because that's their tactic of bringing up your past that's their tactic of always making sure you're less than them anybody got them type of friends in your life in their life real quick that that, that the ones that always bring up what you've done 
the ones that don't want to call you by who you are right now. You're a child of God. You're chosen by the beloved. They rather refer to you by that nickname you had when you ran the streets, when you was loose with your body, when you was doing all manners of things and evils. That's the only thing they want to call you by. Why is that? Because they're keeping you in bondage and not allowing your deliverance to take place. Why? Because emotionally, when you get to thinking about how someone thinks about you, all you hear is what they used to call you or what they still calling you right now. But I came to declare to you this morning that Jesus is here and he's coming through and he's ready to set up and deliver you from your past. See, they're always bringing up your past. That's what they, that's why they always know that they're the bridge between you and your ex. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You got any friends? Oh, I seen your ex a little while ago. I seen them. They, they, they look like they hurt and they look like they down. They look like they need you. Why don't you reach out and call them? Mm-mm-mm. That's the, then they refer to you again as the who you used to be, not as who you are. Who are you right now? You're free. You're, you're, you're somebody else. Yeah, they used to call me Taz back on the block, but Taz left when I gave my life back to Christ. And now I'm a new creature. I'm created in the image and in the likeness of God. And if I think back too long about that who person I used to be, sometimes you really sit there and say to yourself, do I really, can I really not go back or can I really, do I really have to be this right now? But no, that's the enemy's plan because he comes to do what? Kill, steal, and destroy. So now he's trying to destroy who God called you to be. He's trying to take you from being free back to a place of bondage and not needing deliverance. But we all need deliverance. We all need to get into a place of seeking God. And it's not just those that are sinners. It's those of us that are saved as well who need some deliverance from some things in our life. Well, you, you know that tongue that we got. Oh, I'm coming down somebody's street this morning. That tongue that, 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 that rises up where the Bible says it has the, power to, uh, it has the power to give life and cause death. Life and death lie in the power of the tongue. So that tongue that we possess is one of the things that a lot of us need deliverance from. Amen? And I, I dare you look at your neighbor and say, nah, not your tongue, my tongue. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that there are some things today and that we're going to deal with emotionally that there are time that is time to evict out of your life. Somebody say he's evicting something. See, it's amazing that we see in this text two men that were set free by the power of Jesus. But yet the whole city told what Jesus to leave. How that 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 compelled me and confused me for a moment. When I read that, see, I need you to get this. Those people in the city seem to not want the demoniacs that have been set free to have a relationship with the one who set them free. That those people did not want to see them improve. Them people did not want to see these two men come back into the city and live a productive life. Can I, part, can, can, can I simply park this on you this morning? That, 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 that some people in your life don't want you to have a relationship with Jesus because it means their season is over in your life. Mm, 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 Got a quiet church real quick. 
I'm going to say that again. Somebody in your life doesn't want you to have a relationship with Jesus Christ because it means their season is over in your life. See, you got to get this understanding. Everybody does not, is not in your life for your good. There are some people that have hung on too long in your life, hung on too long in your mind, hung on too long with your emotions, hung on too long with your family, hung on too long around your kids, hung on too long at your job, that they're not there for beneficial purposes, they're there as leeches. Oh, I'm coming down somebody's thing this morning. All they're doing is sucking the blood and the life out of you. All they're doing is sucking what God is placing on the inside of you, and they found a way to tap into it, but better yet, not even what God put inside you, what the world put inside of you, and what they know is once you get the antidote, which is Jesus Christ is your Savior, it's going to begin to fight what they're putting in your spirit, what they've put into your emotions. See, you got to realize this, that some situations in your life are trying to hold on to your mind. Because what? Because it knows if Jesus gets hold of you. <laughs> some situations you seem like you can't get out of. Some situations that time and time again seek, keep to, seek to keep, seem to keep coming up in your life. But they, because that situation knows that if Jesus gets a hold of you, that things are going to shift. See, some situations in your life had an expiration date of 10 years ago, but you've still been holding on to that situation because that situation has a purpose that you don't understand, but it's for the enemy, but that situation does not want to go because it knows that if you become the child of God that God called you to be, if that situation knows that if you become, if you just touch the hem of his garment, that your life will be made whole. That situation knows that if God delivers you, that it has to go away. That situation knows that the power of the Holy Spirit, if it's touched the right way, it's a done deal. It's a wrap. It's finished. That, that situation knows. My God, somebody say, I'm, I'm, I'm that situation, whatever your situation may be, I dare you begin to open your mouth and say, a situation, you got to go. Because once you touch Jesus, once you even just come into his presence, see, the demoniacs didn't even have to get close to Jesus. The demoniacs were just there, and Jesus walked on the scene. It ain't even got to be the touch the hem of a garment. It ain't even got to be that you by faith believe that it's going to change. When Jesus comes into the atmosphere, when Jesus steps on the scene and says, you got to go to your situation, your situation's got to go. How many people want some deliverance in their situations? See, if Jesus gets to you, Oh, your whole life changes. It knows that if the power of the Holy Ghost touches you the right way, that it's a done deal. Somebody say it's a done deal in my life. It's, it's a done deal. It's, I, I'm tired of living the way that I've lived. My, my mind, I told you we're dealing with emotions today. Anybody cry late at night for somebody that you ain't been with in 20 years? Anybody cry late at night about somebody you with right now? Why? Because I told you this at the beginning. It's time to do what? 
I don't have to live like this, so it's time to evict. Oh, see, I told you at the beginning of this that the definition of evictus said what? Ah, that last part, with the help of the law. Oh, Jesus, I'm coming down somewhere this morning. With the help of the law. See, that's the problem for many of us is that the law is not being used in your life. Mm -hmm. We say we love Jesus. We say we save, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. But the law is not being used in our life. When you when you're going through situations in your home and you feel like you're about to lose your mind, are you calling on the law to bring your mind back? Are you calling on the law to deliver you from your past? Are you calling on the law to bring you out of that bed that you ain't got no business being in? Are you calling on the law to set you free from the captivity that you've been in in your life? Yeah, I know it hurts. Yeah, I know she broke your heart. Yeah, I know he left you at the altar. But are you calling on the power? Are you calling on the law? Are you accepting what Christ has for you and said, for God I live, in God I have my being, in God I trust. I put all my hope in the blood of Jesus. Yeah, you might have left me, yeah, but my mind is still stayed on Jesus. My mind is still stayed on him because now it's time to evict some things in your life. Somebody say it's time to evict. It's time to get rid of some things. It's time to emotionally come out from where you've been. See, emotionally, have you ever been through these situations? And I want to get real, so you might want to cover up the kids' ears real quick. Emotionally, you may not be able to stand him or her and how they're talking to you, but get this, but physically you love the sex, so you won't evict him out of your head. Mm-hmm. You don't like the way he talks to you. You don't like the way he abuses you. But physically, you love the sex. So you won't evict him out of your head. So guess what? You don't give it to God. Mm -mm -mm. You, you, you love the physical aspect, so you won't allow the law to have its way. Emotionally, you can't stand how they treated you as a child. But because he held on to that, but because you held on to that bitterness, you created this persona that's vulgar, but you like it. Get that. Emotionally, you was abused. Emotionally, you don't like how they treated you. But because you held on to that bitterness, that anger, that rage, that malice, you created this persona that's vulgar in what you say out your mouth, vulgar in how you handle people. And for some reason, you've liked this image. So guess what? All that hurt you went through, you won't give it to God. Mm -mm -mm. You won't give it to him. You won't allow the law to change you. Jesus said, I came so that I might fulfill the law. So Jesus is wrapped up all inside this law. Get this. They told you that you weren't going to be anything. And yes, you might be very successful at this moment. But the root of all of that is emotional brokenness. 
I'm trying to tell you some things that we're going to get delivered from today. Emotional brokenness. See, it's time to evict those areas in your life and trust God and the Holy Spirit to be your new permanent tenant. How many people ready to let the Holy Spirit come in and live inside of you permanently? Not just on Sunday morning, not just on prayer service, not just when you're going through trouble, not just on third on Wednesday night for Bible study, but how many people are ready to allow the Holy Spirit to come with his bus load, to come with the moving truck and say, we're coming in and we're coming in to take permanent residence. Somebody shout, it's time to evict my old. It's time to evict my old because what? I'm not serving notice. How many people can say I'm tired of threatening people? I'm tired of threatening my emotions. I'm tired of telling my emotions what I might do. I'm tired of acting like my emotions have, have some kind of control over me. If I trust God, I'm tired of telling those things in my life. You don't have power over me, but I'm still letting them direct my path. Anybody letting some emotions direct your path? Yeah, emotions of fake love, emotions of lust, emotions of, oh Jesus, I'm dealing with somebody, emotions of abandonment issues, emotions of self-neglect, emotions of hurt, emotions of my pride, emotions of my failures, emotions of my success. You've been allowing these things to control your life, but somebody declare it's time to evict. It's time to evict. You we ain't serving no notices no more. We showing up at the door right now to each compartment of your mind. We showing up at the door right now saying, Jesus, kick the door in. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, walk in and do your thing. Why? Because we have power. How do I know we have power? Look at this scripture one more time. Mark the sixth chapter, looking at the 17th verse. And it says what? These signs will accompany those who have what? Believed. Are you a believer or are you a faker? Let, let, let's get that out the way right now. These signs will accompany those who believe. What does it say? In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. This, this ain't for the faint at heart. It gotta be for somebody who got some fortitude. It gotta be somebody who's prepared to run a race. It gotta be for somebody who said, for God I'll live and God I'll move. And somebody who says the weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but mighty to the pulling down of what? Strongholds in my life. I need deliverance. Somebody shout deliverance. Somebody shout I need deliverance. Somebody shout I'm waiting for you God I need you in my life I can't do it by myself I'm ready to be delivered in my life I'm ready to see the glory of the Lord and I'm ready to be what you called me to be but I need some things cleaned out of the inside why because if I'm ready if I'm if I'm standing on his promises I told you that there are some things that I got to get delivered from. First, I need to know, God, that you love me. When the world doesn't love me, when the world casts me out, when the world abandons me, you said you would never leave me nor forsake me. So, Lord, right now, I put my trust 
in you to deliver me from any demons that are oppressing me. I'm going to encourage you all to sing, to say these with me. Lord Jesus, right now, I put my trust in you to deliver me from any demons that are oppressing me. Father, I repent of all my sins in Jesus' name. See, I got, I got to tell you this. I don't want you to do this if you're unsure. Because where I'm trying to take us as liberty is to get you to a place of freedom. To get you to a place where these demons no longer have access to you anymore. So, Father, I repent of all my sins in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I come to you for deliverance. Set me free from the power of demon spirits. I'm not talking about those demons that, that you see in the movie. I'm talking about your personal demons. The demons of hurt, the demons of abandonment. Who am I dealing with that got abandonment issues? You've been living your life under the spirit of abandonment. And God said, I got so much greater for you. If you realize I never left you nor forsaken you. But you've been worried about what man did to you and not what I'm doing for you. Set me free from the powers of demon spirits. The next one, I call upon the angels of war to come assist me in this battle for my freedom, which Jesus purchased for me with his own blood. Yeah, I'm, I don't know where you at in your life. I don't know where you are right now. But God is ready to set you free. God is ready to break you free from this place that you've been and he said that you have charge over legions of angels so I call upon the angels of war to come assist me in this battle of my freedom this battle of my freedom which Jesus purchased for me with his own blood why? Because he dips himself, dip us in the blood of Jesus. Wherever you are right now, I dare you to call that room that you're in, the sanctuary that you're in, the people that you're around dipped in the blood of Jesus. Why? Because there's power in the blood. There's power in his name. There's authority in his name. So Holy Spirit, take over this deliverance in the name of Jesus. Demons that are, uh, that are possessing our bodies, your residency is revoked right now in the name of Jesus. Your residency is revoked right now. Whatever that demon that you deal with, liquor, alcohols, drugs, uh, fornication, prostitution, whatever it may be, I dare you tell that demon that your residency is over. You have no more legal right. My mind is God's. My mind belongs to Jesus. 
Why? Because I command every legal ground to be removed from every demon spirit in our body in the name of Jesus. Every legal authority, every generational curse, I break it right now. Every generational spirit of rebellion, I break it right now. Every generational spirit of witchcraft, I break it right now. Every spirit of lust, I break it right now. Every spirit of poverty, I break it right now. Every spirit of pride, I break it right now. Every spirit of ego, I break it right now. Every spirit of idolatry, I break it right now. Every spirit of death, I break it right now. Every spirit of destruction, I break it right now. Every spirit of failure, I break it right now. Every spirit of sickness, I break it right now. Every spirit of uh, infirmity, I break it right now. Every spirit of fear, I break it right now. In the name of Jesus, mind control, broken. Rejection, broken. Self-rejection, broken. All demons come out. Come out of us in the name of Jesus. See, I thought I came to play with this this morning. I command the spirits connected to your father and your mother, both of their sides of the family, to come out in the name of Jesus. Yeah, you thought that you was experiencing these things just because it was your adulthood. No, it's time to come out because they've been connected to your family and your lineage. So now I command them to come out. Ah, Jesus. Yeah, somebody really needs to deal with this one. Spirit of lust. Spirit of fornication. I told you, put the kids away. Adultery, adulterous spirits. Ah, the masturbation spirits. Spirits of pornography, spirits of lust of the mind, lust of the eyes, fantasy lust, and the spirit of perversion come out in the name of Jesus. Jesus, who am I dealing with this morning? Has someone been dealing with the spirit of hurt? God said, I healed your wounds. He said, I made you whole. Spirit of rejection, self-rejection, self-devalue. You're not an object. You're not just about sex. You're not just about the clothes you wear. Your value is great. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. That spirit that you're not worthy anymore. That spirit that you're unworthy to be who God called you to be. I break that spirit in your emotional state right now in the name of Jesus. The spirit of depression. Come out right now in the name of Jesus. The spirit of discouragement. The spirit of unforgiveness. That spirit of grief. That spirit of hurt, that spirit of your broken heart. The spirit of bitterness, come out. Spirit of sadness, come out. All of you come out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, come out. You have no right, you have no authority, you have no power. Your power has been rescinded. Your legal authority has been taken back. So come out in the name of Jesus. 
every spirit in the mind. Every mind controls spirit. Every mind blockage. Every person battling with mental illness. How that person, and it seems like your mind has been forgetful lately. You seem like your mind is double standard. You're operating under a double-mindedness. Come out in the name of Jesus. You've constantly been fantasizing about stuff and nobody knows. That person that's been dealing with confusion. God has been speaking to you and calling you out of, but the world has tried to hold you and you're confused about which way to go. I command that spirit of confusion to come out. You have no legal right. Mental depression. Come out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You demons that are in the body, the spirit of guilt, come out. I command that spirit that has been constantly speaking to you about your failures. It's time to come out. It's time to be set free. It's time to be healed. It's time to be delivered in the name of Jesus. Shame for what you've done. Shame for who people called you. Shame for your dark experiences. Shame come out in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Self-condemnation. Those of you that have been dealing with pity parties for yourself, that spirit come out right now. Every one of you come out in the name of Jesus. Every one of you come out. Yes, you're not what your mother told you to be. You're not what your father told you to be. So now I want to deal with your spirit of pride, your spirit of ego, stubbornness, anger, bitterness, root of bitterness, disobedience, rebellion, self-will, selfishness, arrogance. All you demons come out. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, push it out of them. Push them out of them. Every spirit of divination, every spirit of witchcraft, every spirit of sorcery, every spirit of religion, every horoscope spirit. Ah, Jesus. Those demons, those, those that practice voodoo, that have tried to control you, Come out. Those of you that have been the palm readers, I break the hand of the palm reader. The psychic readings, the tarot cards, come out the spirits. Come out. You have no authority. Every lying and every false spirit that has been in your life, come out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Violently come out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every spirit that's operating in your head, your eyes, your ears, your mouth, your tongue, and your throat, all of you come out right now in the name of Jesus. Why? Because God is ready to set you free. We evict each and every last one of those spirits. 
Your time has not passed you yet. The Bible says, hallelujah, that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. So that spirit of guilt you are released from right now. You're emotionally released from it right now. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, where we are right now, God. In your presence. In your power. We're asking right now that your Holy Spirit approach our doorway to our emotion, our spirit right now, full of everything that you have for us. Why? Because the Bible says when a demon is cast out, he will wander through waterless land. He will wander till he can't find any place to go. And the Bible says that he'll return with seven more deadly than him. So God, instead of him being able to return, we're asking you right now to fill us up from the inside out. Fill us up till we want no more. Fill us up like never before, God. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, Every person under the sound of my voice, God, you know what emotional turmoil they've been dealing with. And you are the ultimate deliverer. So God, deliver them right now in the name of Jesus. I feel it breaking free off somebody's life. I feel it breaking free out of your emotions. I feel it shaking right now. I feel it breaking right now. I feel newness building up and coming about. Your mind had been wayward. But right now, you're seeing clearly. He has no more power over you. She has no more power over you. You are set free. You are set free through the power of the Almighty God and the blood of His everlasting Son. You are set free. Somebody declare, I'm set free. I'm set free. I'm set free. I'm set free. I'm set free from the bondage. I'm set free from the abuse. I'm set free from the way they talked about me. I'm set free from the persecution. I'm set free. And he said, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Your status is not important. Your relationship is. Your money is not important. Your relationship is. He's delivering you at this moment. So we thank you, God, for deliverance on this day. We thank you, God, for evicting some things out of our life. And God, as we go from this place, God, fill us up so that we can carry your spirit with us. In the name of Jesus. If there's anybody under the sound of my voice that you're saying, Pastor, I, I hear you talking about deliverance. I've been struggling. I've been battling. I've been going through this in my mind. My emotions are on a roller coaster. My emotions have been broken by so many people. I've been, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm just here and there, but I'm needing, a, a, I need deliverance from my emotions. 
God said, ask and you shall receive. So I stand with you right now for your deliverance of your emotions. If you have not given your life to Christ and you do not know Jesus Christ for your saving salvation, the Bible says that he came, that he died on the Calvary's cross. In John 3, 16, he said, uh, uh, Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. The Bible says that if you call on the name of Jesus, you shall be saved. Confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart and you shall be saved. Your backslidden and your deliverance is in your reacceptance of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The altar is open right now. He knows you. He knows every hair on your head. Do not let the enemy let you operate in the spirit of guilt. You've fallen short, but he stands there with his hands ready to pick you up. Healing for your body, call on the name of the Lord. Healing for your mind, call on the name of the Lord. Healing for your spirit, call on the name of the Lord. Matter of fact, I'm going to ask you this, Jesus. If there's something you need personal prayer for, something you need deliverance for, I'm asking you right now to call us at our church right now. 301-887-5259. You can text us as well. And I promise you, in the next 30 minutes, we'll get back to you to pray with you personally. I don't know why God just said that to me. But there's somebody who needs somebody to intercede for them right now right now, right now on their behalf. If you call our church number 301-887-5259 and hit extension 103 that somebody will answer you right now and be able to pray with you, be able to minister to you, be able to talk to you right now because your freedom is today. Your freedom is at this moment. I don't do this. Your freedom is, I don't do this lightly, but your freedom is right now. Your breakthrough is coming right now and God said pick up the phone, reach out and reach Reach somebody right now for your deliverance, for your, your breakthrough. What you are looking for is on the other side of your commitment to reach him right now. So call us right now, 301-887-5259. Ah, Jesus, I don't know, don't know who that's for. But you've been wondering. Your mind has been gone. I break the spirit of suicide right now. Break the spirit of suicide right now off your life. Ah, Jesus. The generational curse I break right now through the power of the blood of Jesus. I break right now. Jesus. That generational curse is broken. It's been a stronghold in your life. Ah, and Jesus said, come unto me all ye that are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Ah, Jesus. You've been in your dark season, but he said, I'm bringing you out today. Who are you? Ah, Jesus. Ah. 
lines are open right now. The lines are open right now to our church. 301-887-5259, extension 103. If you can't reach anybody, leave a message. We will get right back to you. You can text us at that number as well. 301-887-5259. I don't know who I'm talking to. Who's dealing with it right now? But God said, right now, I'm standing at the doorway and knocking. And if you open up the door, I'll come in and sup. If you make the commitment, I will come in and sup with you. He'll get personal with you. He'll deliver you from your past. Hallelujah. If all hearts and minds have been fed, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Mm. Jesus. Ah, how do I go anywhere else from there? Ah, Jesus. Listen, real quick, I'm, I'm just about done. Mm. Yesterday here at Liberty, we took a major step, and we, 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 we branched out, and I would be remiss if I did not offer my heartfelt thanks to our staff here. Deaconess Tansy, she put it together and she made a wonderful, she, she made a wonderful product. Amen. Let's give her a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Our brother Kevin, who supported us in any way he could. Amen. Antoine Smith. Oh my gosh. The food that you cooked yesterday was amazing. The fish, the chicken that you did was amazing. And Liberty is growing. I'm we're, we're growing piece by piece. And I, and, and I really just want to thank everybody that's been a part of this ministry, that's coming to this ministry. We're, we're, we're speaking increase in people here. Amen? Increase in people here. And even ministries, if Jesus, I don't know what pastor's listening to this. Your ministry was set free today. Your ministry was set free today. Your ministry was set free. There's been some bondage. There's been some things. But your ministry has been set free today. Amen. Also, ah, right now, mm, Jesus, mm, I am. I'm, I'm just about done. At the bottom of your screen right now, uh, you should see our link to give here at Liberty Christian Church International. I do want to tell you to do this. Instead of that cash app. We've been having problems with our cash app here at the church. And we're going to ask you to go to our website, lccimd.org backslash give to give at our church and give into our ministry. We're sowing in fertile ground. Um, or you can text the number 202-599-2033 and you can give that way. You can text the number 202-599 2033 and you put a dollar amount in there and it will give you instructions to give but our cash app has been acting up um, and so we're asking you all to donate and give in the other way or through our website or through the text giving um, we hope to have it back up and running soon but right now cash app is not working properly for our church ah Jesus it's been an awesome time in the Lord amen Amen. So as we leave here, let us not leave here remiss of just worshiping God. We came in with a heart to worship and let us leave with a heart to serve. 
So as we go, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for this day. We thank you, God, for this opportunity that we've had to be before your people, God. We thank you, God, for just bringing us back together in right relationship. God, you said where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And whom the sun sets free is truly free indeed. We live by those principles. We operate in those principles. And we believe that you are God and that, that you are God, that you are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. If you said it, you shall perform it in our life. So we are set free. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remember this, live on purpose, live for purpose, but most importantly, live in God's purpose. Be blessed, go in peace, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Liberty. <laughs>